Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Do I have a special, special, special gift for you guys today? Oh, yeah, I'm Jerry, and I'm here with the one, the only, Gail Dio Lola. Gail, what's up? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Oh, man. This, this is, is a- so interesting hearing my own voice. This is what <laughs> people have been listening to every day, 5 a.m., whatever, whatever time. This is what you guys listen to and you continue to. So I'm sorry. I can't change it. See, you're natural already. You're already taking I over can. the mic. You're just, it's just hey, all man, yours. I was just born in going. the spotlight. I had to move something because I got to be able to see your face. <laughs> all right, here we go. So, all right, all right. all right. So Gail is a superstar coach from the La Quinta 42. Yes. Gail, how long have you been there? I think I am now running... <laughs> Seven, maybe eight years. Seeing trainer years. Company. What is that? Like sixty? That's or gotta 70? be like sixty. I think at this point I should have like isn't there like a gift like a gold watch there at is, some point? Is something gold or something. like gold um chocolate. Gold chocolate. <laughs> Willy Wonka, where are you at? <laughs> um Gail, I'm gonna start off right away because I don't know the questions I'm gonna ask you right now. Where were you born, Gail? <laughs> I was born in Hobbs, New Mexico, actually. Um, Hold on, what? Hobbs, New Mexico. Oh, Hobbs. yeah. So, me. So I have three older. Bro- I have three older brothers. I am the youngest of them. You're just going right into your bio. Yeah, huh? let's just go for it. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been um, trying to build up my Wikipedia profile for a while now. So, um, so right away, you know why I love Gail because uh, she makes me laugh. Very funny, and she's. She's it's, not disappointing. Keep I try. Going. I try really hard. <laughs> um, I was born in Hobbs, New Mexico. I was there. I don't even know how long. I was. I think we moved when I was a baby, and then I was raised in Odessa, Texas, oh. until I was like ten. So Odessa, Texas, is. I think now it's like the city in Texas with the highest crime rate, like number one. Oh. Um, because there was like a whole oil boom and then people moved out there to then, try to like tap oil, some oil, make some money. Mm-hmm. I think Jake Gyllenhaal did. Oh. I think that was like a headline in the news at one point. Uh, I'm not following. Did he do a movie in Odessa? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing so great that... comes out of Odessa. Okay. Sorry, Odessa. But, you know, it was a great place to grow up. All right. To 10. Um, then, then where'd you go from there? And then we moved out here when I was like, I don't even know how old. It was around 10 years old. We moved out here from Texas because my mom got a job. She was a nurse. Uh, She got a job offer out here at Eisenhower. And so um, we all packed up. Our family of six moved out here. And then we've been here ever since. Um, Is your mom still a nurse? No, she retired um, during COVID in 2020. And now she lives in Nashville. Oh, wow. Her and my dad moved out to Nashville, really? Tennessee. Yeah. They're loving it, aren't they? They love it. My oldest brother moved out there maybe seven years ago with his wife, and oh, they got awesome. kids, so they're now taking on grandparent duties, and they live out there in Nashville. My wife, Shanice, wants, she loves Nashville. Our, our son's name is Nash. She, yeah. She got that somehow. Um, but yeah, do, uh, are your parents in a country music? Um, no. <laughs> no. Excellent. 
Yeah. Perfect that. place for them to be. <laughs> Perfect place. Um, tell me, Gail, you're a very athletic woman. Were you an athlete in high school? No. Interesting. I, um, if you pick me, if you put a lineup of kickball players, <laughs> I would recommend that you pick me last. <laughs> I am actually the least athletic when it comes to sports. It's like coordination. Coordination, yeah. yeah. I can, I can like run, do whatever, like do stuff like that. But if it comes to kicking, throwing, gotcha. catching, um, hitting, that's not me. That's not me. So, um, so I didn't grow up playing sports. You're big into rock climbing now. Yes. So that was my thing. That was my thing in, uh, in high school. My oldest brother got into it when he was in college and um, he tried taking us out, me and my brothers. Um, it didn't stick with them, but it stuck with me. So that's kind of what I, what I held on to throughout high school and then afterwards. Those of you who don't know rock climbing, you have to be, you have to be insanely strong with your fingers and like to grip those rocks. And so there used to be a rock climbing place in Palm Springs. We yeah. go out there. You go out there often. Yeah, right? they were super yeah. cool. It's a and, great spot. Yeah, but it was sad when they had to close. It's a hard business. Not too many people want to rock climb. So it's like darn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I met a lot of cool people out there, and what they would do is they would take me out to Joshua Tree up in uh, Idlewild, and we would go climbing outside. And so that was that was a that was kind of my thing for a couple of years, really. Would you free climb, or would you like with uh, the what is it? Bouldering. 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 Bouldering is like when you're like going maybe top like six feet high, and then you would fall on a crash pad. But then we would also get into um, uh, like sport climbing. And like traditional climbing where you're like placing your protection as you're going up. And then so I think the highest I did was out in Idlewild. I think it's Takwitz Canyon. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty high. We were, we were up there. I didn't see it. But was it, was it like free, <clears throat> free climb or something? Free solo. Free solo. Did you watch that? Yeah. Yeah. It gave me anxiety. The guy. Is he still alive or did he die? He's still alive. Yeah. Now his wife and... Oh a God. kid and still continues to climb. Oh man. It seems like you're judging that. You don't, you don't feel like you should. I mean, I mean the risk and reward, risk you're and so, reward. See, you're so smart. I agree. I agree. It's not for you anymore. No. It's for the mm -mm. family. Mm -mm. So motherly. Um, okay. <laughs> so in high school, did you do anything interesting? Were you on the debate team? Did you, did you, um, I don't know, did you play the clarinet, what, anything? I feel like you said debate team, um, just because, you know. What? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you look me in the eyes, Jerry, and tell me you don't know. Hold on. Do Asians debate? Is they that can. Where is that where you're going? Probably. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. I kind that. of assumed, actually. No. So that, I See, put that on you. No, I think you're... Uh, being prejudiced against yourself through me. That happens a lot. <laughs> I do that a lot. No, no, no. I, I would think more the, I if I was going to be um, judgy, I would have said the math team. I didn't, not because so, <laughs> are you good at math? I am really great at math. <laughs> uh, math, because it makes sense. It makes sense. What makes sense? Math. Oh. Like when it comes to, Man, I took an art class one time and it's like all about you look at a picture and you're supposed to like creatively find out what it means. I remember I was sitting in there and they're like, the beans mean fertility and all this stuff. And I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so math makes sense. But um, in high school, dang, you always got to bring up the embarrassing stuff. No, 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 this is good. I was in 
marching band. Oh, I, perfect. Oh, I know. I said clarinet, so I was going there. No, I played the <laughs> drums in high school. Oh, that's cool. Then. Yeah, I uh, I was on the drum line, Quinta High School. Now, which drum? Is it like the, the like, do you go with the... Like yeah, the, yeah. Like so the snare, the you snare? usually you start off on the bass drum, and that's okay. like I feel like that's where I could throw yeah, yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're learning and you're new, you start there, and then okay. I I moved on and I moved up and I I played them all. I played the quads and I played the snare. Oh, the quads. And so I loved the snare, and I was like the damn it, I was the drum captain. Yeah, <laughs> for like two years. Oh, <laughs> I know. All right, new nickname, Cap. <laughs> hey, Captain. Um, so, all right. Did you did you transfer that into like drums outside of there? Do you play in like the? Yeah, I can mess around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! See, she keeps getting cool. It's been it. it's been a minute, but um, it's fun. It was fun. It was a good time. I learned a lot. That's actually that time was like being in high school, and I was maybe like fifteen to I think I was like eighteen when I graduated, but like. I was already kind of trying to lead my little group within a group. So that's kind of where I started that ah. whole, you know, trying to, trying to be a leader, trying, cool. to, trying to be an example, try to be, awesome. uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just try to play music with my um, buddies. So since you uh, can play the drums, can you play other instruments because you got that rhythm, that, that, that ear? I can pick around on, like, the guitar a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up playing the piano, uh, well, but I stopped that one. That's very odd. That happened. <laughs> that happened. That's very that that happens in the culture. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. I wish I kept playing, man. That would be cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, great. We're getting good, guys. You guys are listening. We're getting some information to to, to learn more about Gail. Don't use great. it against me. No, absolutely, absolutely not. All right. So time passes, and you find yourself. Working at Nothing Bunt Cakes. Go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes. So a lot of you guys don't know, but before all this, in my past life, I was a baker. Um, I love it. Backstory. I have always loved like cooking and baking. I grew up doing it. I, I think when I was seven years old is when I started taking over and cooking Thanksgiving dinner for the family every year since I was seven. Like I did the whole turkey, did everything. And so I loved cooking. So graduating high school, I wanted to go to culinary school. And so um, I had an opportunity to go to New York. um, And then in Napa Valley, there's like these culinary schools. And I always got up to being accepted and doing all that stuff, but I always kind of backed off for some reason my gut was like nah um so until then I just stayed home after high school I went to COD and I started baking um anyways I got a job I worked a couple kitchens but Jerry just loves the bunch hold on hold on hold on where else were you working for cooking um I worked for this lady who who um we would do kind of like meal prep for a lot of people and this was like 2000 15, 17, but it was like, like, um, I don't even know what you call it. She was an interesting lady. I don't know where she's at now. <laughs> Annie, if you're out there, I remember you. She used to call me her indentured slave and that's always stuck with me, but I learned a lot. Um, I feel, I feel like that might've been a little much. 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, for her. Oh. I mean, not you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Um, um, okay. But I ended up at the Nothing Bunt Cake Store in Palm Desert. And um, I actually was hired as front of the house as like a like you know little little people out front you know show off and sell the cakes mm -hmm. wasn't for me i am i am not a great retail worker um i wanted to be in the back and so i worked my way into the back i was a froster especially if you love to bake you don't want to you want to bake you don't want to talk to people yeah 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 i would prefer to just be in my own little cave yeah. And then eventually I became their baker and I was their baker, I think, for maybe two years, which yes. is crazy. Two and years this is seven years now. It's and this crazy. is where I think I became public enemy number one of Nothing Bun Cakes Palm Desert is when you found yourself in Fit and 42, the program. So can you tell us how you ended up? In Fit and 42. You were a client. You I was were doing the program. How did that did even it. happen? Um, so um, big props to my old boss, actually, at Nothing But Cakes, Jeff, because he oh, no. he was he was the guy. He, he kind of um, planted the seed in my head that um, we, we used to talk and stuff. And he was like, Gail, you should run a marathon. I'm like, nah, oh. never. Like, it doesn't sound fun. He was like, I think everybody should do one in their lifetime. I was like, nah. And then one day I like turned at him and I was like, all right, I want to do a marathon. So you trained me for it. So I did my first marathon. Oh, so okay. then that kind of got me moving. And then at that time I was still climbing. I was still going out, um, going to the climbing gyms. Um, I was going outside. Um, I wanted to start actually competing in rock climbing. So... Um, cause I did, I did one competition. I won, which was pretty cool. Uh, so I wanted to keep doing it. I wanted to just, just climb, man. Um, and so I knew I had to get stronger. So I was kind of at that point where, um, I just knew there was more and I could do more. So then I don't even know how I found Finn 42, but I did. Mm -hmm. And then. I had I booked a consultation and I talked to somebody. Do we uh, name names? We don't name names. We don't name names. <laughs> well, whoever but it is, I got thank it. you to them. Yeah, it was Jason. <laughs> Shh, Good job, know? Jay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so okay, so Gail is in Fit and Forty Two and. As coaches, we're really, really good at identifying potential immediately. Like, so if we see you do one squat or one push up, immediately we know how strong you are. We'll look at, we're looking at your, how did your body react? What kind of facial expressions, the speed of the push up. So we're watching, do you shake or are you just like, just flow right through? Anyway, Gail was super strong. And I was like, whoa, that chick's pretty, that chick's <laughs> pretty tough. She goes through 42, crushes it, um, signs up for a membership after, <laughs> yeah, I was I training. I and I did. I signed up for semi-private. Yeah, right into the personal training. It. Yeah, like everything. heck yeah, young girl. You were probably what? Shoot, that was. What are you now? Are you twenty-eight now? I'm twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. So you're early twenties. Like early twenties. Yeah. That's that's amazing. And then um, I'm going to speed forward a little bit, Gail. I'm just going to say we were doing an internship, and I was like, Gail's in my office. I'm like, Gail, you should do our internship, you'd be an amazing coach. And she's like, really? No. <laughs> she's like, what? I'm like, no, 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 
Like, because by now, those of you who don't know Gail, you could get a sense of her, um, her humor, her laid backness. And now if you, if you add that to like being a great coach and being able to motivate people and help them and then just be supportive of them and like put it all together. But you, you can, you could teach anybody how to coach moves and how to be a good coach. Anybody, you can't teach personality, love and, and, um, how you treat people. Like you can't teach that. You could try, but if it's gotta be in you, how you want to like, and with Gail and I know everyone that knows Gail are like, duh, this chick is made for this. So that's what I saw. I'm like, no, 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 she's got it. What I love about Gail is similar to Jen in Palm Desert is Gail is always the same. Gail, is, she's always chill. She's always down to have a good time. She's always got a smile on her face. You, she just shows up the same. And that, that's really important. You need out of your coach. You don't need them to be high or low. You need the same experience every time. So that's what Gail brings and that she is able to, um, that's what the greats do. They're able to, their lives are, we don't know what's going on in their lives because at this hour, it's not about them. It's about you. And that's what she does so well. So I saw that potential. It's one of my, it's one of my moments. It's <laughs> one of my, I, you know, in life guys, think of those moments, think of those good decisions you made. And that was the one. So La Quinta, you're welcome. You're welcome. Because I, in that La office, Quinta, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I convinced Gail, like, Gail, you got to be a coach. And then fast forward, absolutely amazing. Gail becomes who she is immediately. It was like, it was like no learning curve because, um, to be a great coach, you just have to show up and like, want to be there and help people and then just and, and you want to have a good time if i'm going to be there with you several hours a week i want to enjoy myself too and so that's what gail does so well is she she exudes to the everyone she works with that she wants to be here with me like she's not like just passing this hour because she's getting paid for this hour then gonna go home so how do you do that gail man how, how? that was a lot i know that's so nice thank you you're welcome um People, I don't know. I think when people ask me, like, how it is being a coach, I just tell them, you know, I wake up and I hang out with my friends. That's, <laughs> that's kind of how I see it. Like, I see I am thankful to have created such a relationship with a lot of the clients, and, and I continue to build those strong relationships with new clients um, that I can just relate with them. And I... I legitimately just enjoy their company and I love um what I do day to day you know if I'm teaching a class you know I just I love playing my music I love playing it loud I love getting reactions out of people I'll say ridiculous stuff and if I can get one person to laugh and then your music's I really good worth it. your music's really good I can I've learned to read the room you yeah, gotta read the room you you will see a difference yes. between hours and that and and it's just what, how it is. It's what know? happens when you're a sensei? You're the the sensei of it. Yeah, the music is big. Controlling the controlling the yeah, crowd. it controls the mood. Um, but to just do that continuously and consistently, I think it's just I I really do love what I do. I enjoy it, yeah. and I'm I'm proud of what we what we have going on, um, especially in the studio. I think La Quinta right now is popping more than it's ever been. And just to be a part of that and that growth. And then why do you think it is? I think just the, the culture and the community is, is, is really strong. Like 
I don't know, it could be uh, from, from, from the staff even. Like, um, I mean, David and I have always had a great relationship. We've been working together for like seven years. Mm -hmm. He's like the little brother I never wanted. <laughs> um, and then it goes over to our coaches, which we all have a really, we all have really good chemistry. And so that kind of good energy is like moved towards the clients and that the clients are just, you know, they, they, they see us having fun. They want to have fun. Um, and we're getting great results out of it. That's overall the big thing we're, we're trying to do here. Not just, you know, yes, you want to have fun, but you also want to get results. And yeah, that's what we're about. Line. Yeah, the fine line. There's there's a boundary where, you know, you, 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 you have fun, but you can get down to business. And that's what we do. I saw a side of you recently that I was like so happy to see is because uh, you were training some of the newer guys, newer coaches, <laughs> and you turned into such a badass. Like you were like turned into like a drill sergeant. I was like, whoa, I, yeah. look at her. That's amazing because what I, the way I took it was you care about your your clients, your members so much that if these coaches are going to be with them, they got to be doing it right. And that's it's it's all of your reputations on the line. It and, is. And so, you know, we're you all we're all like a, a reflection of 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 the dream of, of what we're trying to create and, 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 um, the kind of energy and, and, um, I guess discipline, you know, it, it takes a lot of discipline to create that healthy lifestyle and keep it going. So if we want to have our, our members, you know, buy into that, like our, our coach has got to be on it. And I really take pride in, in trying to, like it's, that's been kind of a new newer thing for me is training the new coaches. And I really did um, kind of take the reins on that and, and have really enjoyed um, just trying to lead them and, and, and teach them because I think, um, you know, what we do is so important. It's, it, it's great. It's amazing. I think it's, it's one of those things you can't just, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing, there's nowhere else like you could work like this. Mm -hmm. So to be able to do that with us, you know, you also have to keep it at a higher standard. And, and that's yeah. definitely where we like to keep it at. So, yeah, I did. You know what? I, you're, you, he just says that because I brought out a, a clipboard and I was writing notes. Okay. <laughs> so I was no, taking notes. Oh, it was, it was glorious. And, though. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm taking notes. I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Um, Gail, would I, would I, now that you're in management and you're managing people, which it's real easy for self-motivated, uh, responsible people like ourselves to get our job done. Like, that's easy. Like, Hey, what time do I got to be there? What do I got to do? I got you. Like, that's easy. But when you <laughs> get to deal with people underneath you that aren't all the same, everyone's a little different. Some people you got to talk to a little differently and they don't mm -hmm. respond certain ways. Well, when something really hit me early on is like, all right, these people if I'm going to be in charge of them and they're going to be working for the company, I need to be able to have those tough conversations with them for them. Not for, there's a lot of reasons, but for them, wherever they end up in life, as far as other jobs, mostly everyone's going to have another job in life. Like, did they take good, did we set them up to be better people in, in personally, professionally, all of that. And that takes Sometimes, a lot of times having that tough conversation, like, hey, hey, we, we, we don't do that here. And here's why. Oh, okay. So like being that 
disciplinarian out of love, not because of this is my way just because. No, because, hey, that won't work anywhere. And if you're going to be here, the members deserve different. The members deserve the best. You deserve the best for yourself. And that's been a tough way to spin it. Whenever you want to let something slide, you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to have that tough conversation because it's going to be awkward. It was like, wait a second. This is for them, not for me. Yes. And so I, I, it's not, have you, have you, yeah, that like that? was, yeah, that was definitely like kind of that mindset shift of um, now taking on a higher leadership role is, yeah, I do have to have tough conversations sometimes <laughs> and handling situations, you know, I have to take a second and kind of gather my thoughts and process how I'm going to go about it. But um, like you said, it's all in, in terms of, you know, we just want what's best for that person. And then overall, just our members because they deserve the best and yeah. you know just I don't, I don't know no I love it yeah so there's a new client comes in I gotta know the, the Gale recipe oh snap. new client no new client comes there's into class there's a secret sauce she's like hey hi I'm I'm Susie and how do you go about making Susie like like taking care of Susie and that, like what, what's the Gale way of like taking care of your people? Like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it so well? Um, dang, I'm letting out trade secrets here. <laughs> um, you know, you just want to make them as comfortable as possible, especially like the first few times. It's not necessarily about, um, correcting them or, or trying to mold them into a specific movement. You know, I just want them to feel the energy, feel the vibes. And I tell them, I'm like, you know, just, just feel the vibes. You don't have to keep up with anyone. Just, just do your thing. And obviously I'm going to, I'm going to be there and just make sure that they're not going to hurt themselves. But I just want them to first just experience what it is. Because when you come into a class, it's a whole experience. It's not just a workout. You know, there's a lot of components into it. So it can be overwhelming. So I just try to coddle and take care of them as much as possible for at least a week. And then I start to slap them in the back of the neck with (laughs) some craziness. Um, And by then, I've built enough trust and um, just made them comfortable enough to start to push themselves. And then I like to, um, you know, show people that, you know, they're capable of doing way more than they think. And pretty much everybody is capable of doing more than you think. Um, and so just, just that, that, that confidence, that, that self-esteem that they start to gain, you know, just, just continue, continue to build that, build that until, you know, eventually they just become a completely different person and, and they're sold. I think, uh, us as coaches, we forget what is, what, well, you were a client, (laughs) but, but like, imagine walking in these rooms with 20 something people and music's blaring, lights are flowing. You guys have DJs throughout the week. Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine it's that a person. Party. And they're like, oh boy. Walking into a club at 5 a.m. And yeah. you're like, what? I, they didn't have, they had no expectations of that. Yeah. So first off, it's like, hey, this is normal. First of all, like yeah. um, your ears might be ringing for a little bit, but I think it might be safe. Who knows? But just experience it, have fun with it. And then we'll dive into the nitty gritty. It's all a process. You can't just like I agree. throw them in. It's crazy out there. Um, I forgot to ask you, what's your favorite movie? Oh snap! All right, that's I. That's you so know, hard. No, no, I'm Those questions I'm like that are so I'm hard. Up. I'm backing up because I realize I don't like to ask that question. Give me three of your favorite movies. 
Um, I think the one that always comes to mind first is Hook. Oh, with Robin Williams. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just grew up watching that all the time, multiple times. Um, shoot, this is catching me off guard here. Um, I love Wedding Crashers. Okay. That one. It's it's very it's related to Hook, so that's good. Yeah, I yeah. I enjoy the comedies. <laughs> if you're catching my my drift here, um, I I dive into documentaries here and there, but I mean. Just oh, I haven't like seen any good documentaries lately. Oh, gosh. I'm watching uh, House of Hammer right now. What's that? That's about Army Hammer, the actor oh. who um, is now on in the hot seat for Uh-oh. some stuff. Uh-oh. And really? it goes back. Yeah, it's family. What it's, are you watching that on? I think it's on, uh, well, now Max, HBO Max. I think so. Are you into those podcasts? Those like those murder mystery oh, yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Crime yeah. junkies is yeah. usually on when we're traveling. <laughs> okay. Um, listen to episodes of them. All right. How many fit and 42 life podcasts have you listened to? One <laughs> David's. Uh, no, I've heard, I've heard a few. I heard a few. I was, I was, I was doing my it, studying before this. I was trying to figure out what kind of questions Jerry was going to ask. So I was, I was listening to, I was just, I listened to Nicole's, I listened to Dulce, so I was trying to get, I was trying to yeah. catch his, catch yeah. his vision. No, there's, the, it's all different. There's only one con- constant question. I just want to know where people were born. You're the only person I was born out of state and like had a, had a journey to get here. And we'll say everyone was born relatively Around close here. by. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, good. Um, so now, where do we want to go from here, Gail? Where do we go? Um, so, oh, you're going back to school right now. Yeah. What is your, where are you going for your degree in? So a lot of people don't know, but I am in school right now. I'm actually, um, I am going for a, I'm set, just, just edit all that. Um, I'm studying to become a cardiac stenographer. Yeah. Editor. Guy on fire. Right there. Um, cardiac stenography. What is that? So, you know how they take sonograms of the babies? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that of the heart. So, assess blood vessels, the heart, the chambers, stuff like that. How did you pick that <laughs> out of everything? You could have went back to baking school. You could have I know, right? You could have done anything. Actually, in, in hindsight, I'm glad I never went to culinary school because you really don't need it. It's oh. just, yeah, you really don't. You just learn from experience. Anyways, um... You know, uh, the medical field has always called me. I think so. Um, we can probably throw that back to uh, me being Filipino. Well, I wasn't going to say Yeah, that. I know you weren't going but to. You were. But I, I, I just wanted to, your to mom was address that. We can say it's in your blood. Your mom. It is in the it is. Was it your is dad a nurse blood. too? No, my dad was a sailor. Uh, a sailor? Was a, yeah, like a merchant marine. What? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I, what is a merchant marine? So um, back in the Philippines, oh, I, those big cargo ships... With, you know, the big um, yeah. Barges? boxes. Yeah, barges, yeah. So he, um, out of high school, he started working on the ships, and he was the navigator. So back in the day, they didn't have GPS stuff, so he Whoa. would use, like, the stars. And wow. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty badass. Um, he was almost captain, and then they had babies. <laughs> nice. Does he use GPS now or use the sun? Oh, he needs GPS to go to like the store. <laughs> Love you, pops. If you listen to this. 
I like that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're going to school, and mm-hmm. you got a couple more years left. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's going to be about two years. Just started. Um, but so so in two years, Laquinta, <sighs> we we most likely have two years left with this. Miss Gale here, so. Dang. Cat's out of the bag. <laughs> um, but it will be the most amazing two years. It's Well, next, once it's a year, we're going to have like a, um, like every class will like be a going away class <laughs> for the whole year. And like, for the whole year. Like Tom Brady, like every stadium he goes to, like kind of thing. <laughs> That's going to be funny. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's been seven years. So how, how, did you pick, how did you pick um, that? Like, just so vast. Like, just. How did you, the heart, sonogram? Yeah, yeah, sonography, so echo sonography. Um, Well, you know what? I actually was um, trying to go into nursing school for a while, Mm -hmm. but I'm a very strong B student. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You don't know if your doctor was a D or an A student. No, but in order to get into, at least if they're a nurse, for sure, (laughs) Uh, they they got the A students. Um, So I was tired of getting rejection letters. Oh into nursing school. Gotcha. Um, so I had to kind of shift my direction. Do you tell me you're Filipino? Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. I'll, I wish I wish on the application I could just send a headshot. <laughs> Boom. That's immediate in. So unfortunately you can't and my grades were not the biz. Um, but so one of my brothers in Texas, he's a cardiac sonographer and he... Uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. He See? enjoys All his right. career. He, he See, loves guys, it. This interviewing is all about it's investigative work. So I was like, no. how did you pick this? There's like a million. My brother. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk in circles. No, no, no that, that, make, that makes sense. Okay, so yeah. he's kind of, he told you all about it. So now you're like, oh, that mm-hmm. sounds cool. Okay. And so I was kind of like looking into other options, and I saw a school in Temecula who, and they offer it. So I went to go find out more information and ended up, with a fat loan, so nice. Well, that's how they get me. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very easily swayed. Well, you'll be rich in two years. Anyway, <laughs> so that's good. Okay, so back to your training. All right, Gail. So, what's some messages? All right, so you're obviously really fit. Fitness is a part of your life. When you came to 42 seven years ago, you were a little fluffy. A little you, fluffy. You weren't your A game, which you are today. You were a, just a. And you were still rock climbing. I never, I never lifted weights. But it's just the fact that you I were rock climbing with that extra weight on you was crazy because yeah. obviously. Which is why, like, yeah, I wanted yeah. to so move in 42. What's some, what's some tips that work for you with your lifestyle and, and, and remaining on your A game with your hectic schedule and, your, you know, you have your relationships. You got, got, you got a lot going on in your life. What's some things you could kind of like help people out with? Um, one thing that worked the best for me and works the best for me is um, just setting goals. You know, um, I like to kind of find something that's out of my comfort zone and, and dive all in. Um, if I don't have like a goal, meaning like a race, that's what I mean. So there was a point where um, I just decided I wanted to do an Ironman. Oh, and I was like, I can't even swim. I, I don't even have a bike. I know I can run. Um, but that sounds kind of cool. Sounds kind of it sounds crazy enough to do. Um, so I, I I like to have things like that. So then like I, I 
ran my first Ironman. I got hooked. And then uh, the that time I was doing like Spartan races. And the, the next year I was like, you know what? Let's let's go freaking wild with this. Let's, let's do two Ironmans this year. And let's do like a double trifecta for a Spartan race. So I did that. So, you did that? Yeah. Two Ironmans in a year? Yeah. You didn't know? Man, Jerry. God, I, I he, was in the clouds he, for a while. He he dropped me from the, the Instagram algorithm. Because <laughs> I, I went to the bottom. No, that's crazy. That was bad. I think what that was 2019. Was that? Before, because then, then COVID wow. like knocked all that. I don't think I can swim anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that year I did two Ironmans and then. Where did you do them? Like six. Uh, I did, well, I, I did the one in Indian Wells here, La Quinta, and then I did one in Arizona, okay. Tempe, Arizona. And so having something like that, that, ke- that keeps me motivated. That keeps me on a training schedule. That keeps me just having that date looming over my head that, um, you know, it's either sink or swim literally in the lake. Hmm. Um, I knew I had to perform. So that keep that kept me moving, kept me training. All right, I'm pivoting right now mm-hmm. because guys, if you, Iron Man, just uh, what is it? You run a marathon, swim. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back this up. It was a half Iron Man. Oh. <laughs> Let's back that up. <laughs> I would, I would love to say that I've done a full Iron Man, but you know, that's that's a little too crazy. We're gonna go back to the tape. You yeah, did not say half marathon. You know marathon. what? But don't get me wrong. So you run half a marathon, swim a mile. Yeah, so you start with a swim. It's like you swim like a mile and a half, mile and a quarter, something okay. like that. You ride 56 miles, which is like like half the century, and then a yeah. half marathon, 13-mile run. Okay, okay. <laughs> People listening, like, that's still effing nuts. So it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> Iron Man is insane. Half Iron Man, half Iron Man is still amazing. So that just tells me my questions are wasn't quite right. Your mindset, you have to be... You have to get in a zone to do that because if you're swimming a mile and a half, you're not thinking like, all right, this is great. I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. Can't wait to bike. And then you're like, oh my God, hope that 13 miles comes sooner. Like yeah. what goes through your head? How do you get there? Like keep going? Like, Well, you just have to trust your training really. Yeah. So it's the hardest part about all of these races, whether it's a Ironman, whether it's a Spartan race, whether it's a full marathon. Um, I always think of it as race day as celebration. Like that's just kind of showing off. All yeah. the hard work is like the 16 weeks you put in before those hours of training and all that stuff. So that's where you, that's where that grind is. And then you kind of, yeah, you just show off come race day. Um, what are you saying? I don't know. But <laughs> just the fact that your mindset, you could do that. But that that translates in your whole life, though. Like, if you do that and you've built that confidence to go through that grueling, grueling, those races, like, you're able to, like, so give us some tips of, like, how not to quit and, like, what goes through your head and, like, help us. I mean, first of all, you have to... You know, you want to do the thing, right? You 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 gotta mm. you gotta find something that I think that scares you enough to know that you can't just coast. Because I mean, for me, the the big thing with the Ironman was I couldn't swim. I could I can swim around like lounge around in the pool, but <laughs> I had never done laps or anything like that. Come, I swim a mile and a half. That's nuts. Yeah. So I knew I had to train to be able to survive that part. Um, so in order to kind of 
tap into that mindset. You know, there's there's got to be that goal. There's got to be something worth working for. And, and that kind of keeps you from just uh, stopping. There it is. Yeah. So basically, I'm just trying to relate this to everyone. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has something to train for. Like like a, a race or but, right. but they're training for life. They're training for a way they want to feel. They're training for to keep up with their grandkids. They're training for, you know, to just be healthier. Yeah. But like so you gotta you gotta find joy in it. And and so that's I like that. And then I like everything you said there, Gail. Um what I want next, I want you to finish up, Gail, is I want you to speak to the members, speak to them on their journey and, and their every and speak to the just have this time to just communicate yes. with all your people. Oh, wow. Wow. That's that's, that's a broad platform. Um, Whatever you want to say to them. I know. That's a, there's a lot. Well, first of all, you know, I think that I am eternally grateful for everything that I've experienced with Fin42, with the members, my coworkers, everyone. You know, I think this is something I never expected to be in, like this this industry, and especially being in this position in front of groups of people for hours at a time. That was never my thing. I actually, I was so scared when he asked me to do it. But I think the growth has been amazing. So I just want to thank everybody because that was, it's been great and it's still going to be great. Why do I keep talking like we're I'm leaving <laughs> already? I still got like two more years. I recorded like five more podcasts with Jerry in this time. Right. So um, I just, I just think that, um, I just think that we should all just try to be good people. You know, I think for myself, I'm a, I'm a product of, um, mentorship. I think I've always been like a good student. I think others have have thankfully seen something in me to want to teach me things. And I, I've learned a lot through other people's experiences and um, what they've learned and their wisdom. And I really take that in and I never take anything for granted like that because I think it's important. Um, but I think that comes because I think we should just be, I just believe, what am I talking about? No, keep going. Oh, this no. is great. No, no, <laughs> no. no this <laughs> um, I just, I just think that um, we should, we should as people just be humble, you know, be humble, um, have a good attitude, have, have that drive, that hard work to want to work for something. And I think if we continue to do that, you know, Others will see that and, and kind of and, and give you opportunities. I think there's no way, again, I would be in this position. There's no way I would have thought I would have been in this position if it wasn't for, you know, Jerry seeing something in me. Like I wasn't trying for anything. I wasn't trying to show off anything. But he saw something in me. And I think that comes from being humble and, and just trying to be good people. And I think we live in a world, especially like on social media, you know, it's, it's to- totally relatable to those memes of like, you know, let's just be like salty people. Like, uh, like, like, uh, I, I, for example, you know, there's those memes like, I, uh, I can't talk. Now I'm getting nervous. Um, you say like be positive. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like social media in itself now, it's all, it's all like, um, like, uh, 
like uh, you can edit all this out because yeah. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what, you know, what, it's hold like on. what algorithm are you on? See, like, your algorithm. You're looking at a lot of negative people, then. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like memes that are like, um, like, like people suck, or like it's cool to be just like whatever. I don't know. That yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I think I don't know what I think, Jerry. Why well, it's it's. Help me, help me train me, my process here. Me, One thing um, I'm not great at, guys, is communicating my thoughts. Well, that's okay. Feelings. You're a master. I'm working on it. You're a master of making people feel comfortable and happy. That's, that's a skill you have. Um, what I want you to talk to is, I got, you, you were great. You great. You trailed <laughs> off at the end. You kind of went. I, sometimes your mind goes blank. Like, where am I? Yeah, okay. I think I'm like a Labrador in human form. <laughs> but what I want you to talk to right now is talk to the members that are, you know, our member. You know, our, like it's not the average person that comes to our gym. They love us, but getting to the gym every day is a struggle. Like this whole lifestyle is a struggle. This whole you got to tell me I can't eat that. That's a struggle. Like, like talk to that person that wants. Give them your nuggets of wisdom to help them keep going and and just guide them through this journey because we you have so much that has helped you and you've worked with thousands of people throughout the years. So just talk to that person where give them something that could maybe be the fuel in their mind when they want to quit. And they're like, oh, that's right. Gail did say that. I guess. Thank you for redirecting me. Yeah. I needed that. I needed that. Um, it's all about finding out why like why do you want to live this this healthy lifestyle why do you want to change what you eat why do you want to change um your routine to be able to work out and train and build muscle and, and get strong and be able to move fast whether it's for your children whether it's for your grandkids whether it's for a race or, or yourself your self-esteem just always remember there's there's got to be a reason and 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 that reason is is isn't isn't something that help me jerry i'm I'm trailing off (laughs) i'm trailing off i'm going off the edge jerry (laughs) this is where it gets hard man uh, we have all of our members you know how hard it is for them like they're us coaches we're weird the way we think our eating we we actually think about our food we we know we have to work out every day. Like it's who we are. It's our identity. Like we enjoy it. We realize that it's a struggle for a lot of people. Well, what I'm looking for something from you, Gail, is you have so much experience working with thousands of people where like maybe something, a, wis- a piece of wisdom you can give them that they could hold on to. It might stick with a few people that listen to this and they're like, that's right, Gail did say that. And then they could use that as fuel when they might find themselves starting to slip one day. So Gail, give us something. Something. That's my something. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, because this is a lifestyle that we all want to adapt and it's all about consistency, the best way to do it, the best way to think about it is that it is easier to make these small changes in your life to improve it than it is to do nothing and then go about your path, right? Um, When it comes to, I'm trailing off Sherry. Dang it, can we just ask her a different question? Yeah. (laughs) Question sucked. This is hard for me. This is is a hard question for me. I don't know why. 
I'm blanking now. I'm, um, I think I'm reaching my time limit of my brain span. Gail, you've been you've uh, been <laughs> you've been absolutely amazing today. This has been so special. <laughs> and you are so special. Um, uh, is, there any, is there any words of advice you could give us with anything in life right now you could leave us with? Because you're such a smart intellectual baker. Uh, rock climber girl give us something anything um i would just say okay it could be anything doesn't have to be (laughs) trust trust your mentors right trust your mentors whether it's a coach whether it's a teacher whether it's somebody you look up to if there is somebody who is willing to give you their (laughs) wisdom and their knowledge take it hold it run with it because we can only we learn so much from others. I love that because I feel like you're talking to some members you have right now. <laughs> Would <laughs> trust you just trust me? Your coach. <laughs> Gail, you've been awesome today. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And we'll hope you come, come again sometime soon. I hope so. This was fun. Thanks, right. Jerry. Later, Gail. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. We would love if you could share this episode with someone in your life who could benefit from the show. Take care and keep living the Fit and 42 life.